Hey friends and welcome back. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Today we are going to talk about why we sometimes feel stuck, like we're stagnant or we're spinning our wheels. We just seem to not be able to get our work done or make a big change in our business or our lives. So we're going to talk about what can we do to change that and kind of snap out of it. And I'm going to share with you three ideas that you can use when you feel stuck or stagnating or you're spinning your wheels so that you can get going again. Hi, and welcome to Make Beautiful Things podcast. I created this podcast so that I can help you step into your God-given purpose, monetize your gifts through an online business, and help you create consistent income and have more impact in your home and in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Kristen. I am a encourager and faith-led entrepreneur that has a heart to encourage and uplift other people in their businesses and at home. If you are ready to grow your business so you'll have more impact in the world and you'll be following the purpose that's been put upon your life, then grab your notebook and pen and let's get going. All right, guys, here we go. We're going to dive right in. So here is one of the concepts I've been working on for a while, and it is this. There are two sides to our life and business, and both have to be balanced to some extent. The first side, of course, is the things that you talk often about in business or even just running a smooth household. It's all the things that are constants. We're talking about things like systems and structure, processes, what our vision is, our values. So it's all the things that for some it's, you know, they basically stay the same or we might improve them, but they're things that once we get them in place, they kind of operate, right? So that it can even be your schedule. You Maybe you often work the same hours, either each day or different days of the week. That's fantastic. And sometimes on the show, we talk about those things, right? We talk about systems or we talk about tactical things, but the other side of the coin, if you will, is not the constants. It's not the systems and the vision and the values and the processes, it is change. It's growth. It's the things we do to make sure we're learning. We're having new experiences. We're tapping into our curiosity and our creativity. And so what I'm talking about today is what I call the adventure, the adventure equation or formula, because without this side, then we can find ourselves stuck stagnant, spinning our wheels, wondering why we're uninspired and we just can't seem to get moving. Or we're working on the same thing day in and day out and the the progress or the pace seems like we're not getting anywhere. And I don't know about you, but I've been stuck here many times. And sometimes I think it's cyclical. Some weeks I feel like I'm on, I'm turned on, I'm things are, you know, kind of like working on all cylinders. I'm getting a lot done. I feel super productive. I'm creating content, maybe doing writing, doing my podcast. And then other weeks, it feels like the brakes have been put on. And no matter what I do, the more I try to work, the less I get done. And so this is why I've been tinkering with this idea, this concept for a while. And so what I've found is when I'm stuck or I'm spinning my wheels, I'm uninspired, I have to put aside or, you know, pause all the constants, you know, working on systems and doing repeatable things, repeatable work. And I need to tap into new experiences and growth and learning. I need to get into a space 
or a place that will let me feel creative, that will make me feel inspired and make me get curious. And so one of my favorite quotes about this idea, it says this, if you think adventure is dangerous, try routine, it's lethal. And isn't that true? I mean, they've done so many studies where the older we get, it's the people that have friendships. They keep doing things. Maybe they have hobbies or work they still do. They're an artist. Or they even talk about nuns who read and they they keep learning. Their minds are the sharpest and they live really long. It's actually less about your, I mean, your diet does matter, of course, right? For us to live a healthy life. But it's actually having rich friendships and growing. And those are things that actually dictate how we age. And so it's similar to now. If we get stuck in routine or too many mundane things, or we get stuck only in the systems and the processes and the grinding work, we lose or we stop tapping into that creative inspiration, those divine downloads. And so... I'm going to give you three things you can do to try to jumpstart this every week and make sure that you're balancing, not just working in your business on your systems and your processes, your tools, your content, but that you're giving yourself what you need in order to be your most creative self so that you can bring those things to the world. Okay, so here we go. Here are three things you can do to increase your inspiration, that creativity you're feeling, and really get yourself unstuck or kind of moving again in the right direction. The first is schedule time on your calendar for open time or free time or play time. But in other words, don't book yourself out. Whether you work a full you know, day every day or whether you just work a few hours here and there, you have to have time in your schedule It's open. You don't have a task you're going to do. You're going to either read or go on a walk. You're going to do something creative or you're just going to sit in quiet, in peace and quiet so that it lets your mind rest, reset, and then think about what it wants to work on, you know, so that it will give you that creative idea. So we have to plan in time for growth and learning and creativity. Now, that doesn't mean you force yourself to say, this hour, I have to be creative. The idea isn't the end result. The idea is allowing yourself space and time so that your mind and so that your partnership with God can work. So the expectation isn't, in the next hour, I'm going to write a thousand words. I mean, there's time for that, right? But that goes to the other side of this coin, of the structured side. So you should have structured time set in your schedule, of course, for writing or doing your podcast episodes or whatever your work is, creating content. But I'm talking about when it's unstructured time. So you need to have time in your schedule that's unstructured. And even, you know, as probably a couple decades ago, Jack Canfield wrote his book, Success Principles. And, you know, even then he was talking about that we need to plan our week He doesn't, he didn't work every day, five days or more days a week. That's like work, 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 right? He had time in his month, in his weeks where he had planning days and then he had rest days. Well, his rest days would have been things like reading a book, you know, or giving himself that break so that he was refreshed and ready 
for meeting days, for planning days, and then for actual work. That's the sort of thing I'm talking about. It's that we have to understand how important unstructured time is in our schedule. I talk to people all the time and they're booked back to back to back. One, they're burned out. They have a lot of anxiety. And two, they, they're not realizing that it's because they're so booked up with appointments and busy work, they don't have time to reset, to refresh, and then to get those creative ideas, to get that curiosity going about something else they might be you know, ready to create or come up with or improve on. So that's the first thing. So I recommend every week you look at your schedule and you make sure that you've penciled in time. And it doesn't matter what time you do it. Now, you may find that you're more creative or you're better at reading or listening to a podcast at certain times of day. And if that's true for you, then make sure you're having some open time when you're not like tired, you know, late at night or something. Number two is evaluate your morning routine or your evening routine. Now, some people have a very structured morning or evening routine. You know, they have a lot of things they do. It might be meditation or exercise. It might be doing reading or, you know, Bible or prayer or devotional time. It might be, you know, that they just have solitude and they go on a walk. That's all great. And I'm not saying you need to add in lots more things, but this is a time that you can probably find 15 minutes to focus on the things I'm talking about, right? This, when I say adventure, I'm really just talking about the things that aren't, don't say the same, not the constants, right? So this growth, new experiences, being curious, opening yourself up to wonder, that's the sort of thing I'm saying. So just make sure that your morning routine, while it can still have structure, of course, is there a little time in there where it allows for you to shake it up a little bit. You know, maybe you go on a walk somewhere different, you know, different, you know, some days. Maybe you have 15 minutes where you just do a different little activity, you know, every day, you know, or you get curious. And so, and we're going to get to this in a minute. I'm going to give you some more ideas on that. Number three, are you each week adding in things that inspire you? And are you saying yes to things that excite you? So, inspire you? Do you have podcasts that you listen to or authors that, you know, maybe post things, whether it's on Instagram or you get their emails, however you get the content, but make sure you're tapping in things into things that inspire you, that get you thinking and get you kind of out of that routine, right? Out of like, oh, I have all my work to do. So in other words, do you have outside sources that are inspiring you to keep thinking, to stretch yourself, to grow, to think about a new idea or think about something in a new way. That is how we keep growing. That's how we keep, you know, improving ourselves and improving our businesses. It's through new ideas or seeing something with a new set of, you know, a new lens or a new perception. And it really is so important. It can be getting around people in person, go grab coffee with somebody. It can be, you know, following people that really inspire you in a certain industry or just have such beautiful work they put out into the world. And then are you saying yes to things? This is how the adventure piece ties in. In other words, if we just always are, oh, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, we miss 
opportunities. We miss new experiences, new people, things that might change the direct trajectory of our day, of our life, of our ideas or our businesses. So say yes to more things. Now, I don't, when I say more, I don't mean you have to do more things. I mean, say yes to more things that excite you or seem like, wow, that would be super cool, but I'm just not sure I can do it. Push yourself to say yes to those things. In other words, these are things that will change your thinking, change your perspective, change who you're around or what you're thinking about. So it could be saying yes to going to an event, saying yes to going to some new restaurant that's maybe not in your normal, you know, food interest, you know, but you're like, well, I'll try it. I've heard this chef is really creative. It could be that you decide to take a trip somewhere. You know, it it can be anything. It's just say yes. Like for instance, tonight I'm going to a movie and it's not a movie that would be outside of my wheelhouse. I'm going with some of my extended family to it. The timing wasn't great because one of my sons does have something uh, that my husband will be going to. And then we have lots of other things going on. But I really wanted to go. And this movie's only playing tonight. I really wanted to go. So I had to make a choice. But I said to myself, I think seeing this documentary and with you know my family I'm going with, I think it's going to shift something in me. And then I wanted to say yes. It was worth the yes to me to say no to the other things that I'm not going to be able to do tonight. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Next month, I'm supposed to go see a friend across the country. And there's a lot of reasons why I could have said no, you know, but I said, no, this is good for me. I want one. I want to obviously, you know, see my friend, but two, I need the adventure. It's been a minute since I've gone on a trip by myself. And yes, I'm staying with them. So I won't be by myself the whole time, but traveling by myself. This is what I'm talking about. That gives me time on the plane, traveling, you know, different things to notice things, to be aware of things, to read maybe a book that, you know, I say, this is, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something for me on that trip or on the travel days. This is what I'm talking about. How do we tie in more adventure, more creativity and curiosity? And we keep looking for those little kernels, those little things that are going to kind of prompt us into the next thing that we're working on or really help us to become the next version of ourselves. And I want to share real quick with you a little bit from Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, that I thought was really great about this. Okay. She says, in fact, curiosity only ever asks one simple question. Is there anything you're interested in? Anything, even a tiny bit, no matter how mundane or small, the answer need not set your life on fire or make you quit your job or force you to change your religion or send you into a fugue state. It just has to capture your attention for a moment. But in that moment, if you can pause and identify even one tiny speck of interest in something, then curiosity will ask you to turn your head a quarter of an inch and look at the thing a wee bit closer. Do it. It's a clue. It might not see, It might seem like nothing, but it's a clue. Follow that clue. Trust it. See where curiosity will lead you next. Then follow the next clue in the next and the next. Remember, if it doesn't, I'm sorry. Remember, if it doesn't have to be a voice in the desert, it just, it's just a harmless little scavenger hunt. 
Following the scavenger hunt of curiosity can lead you to amazing, unexpected places. It may even eventually lead you to your passion, albeit through a strange, untraceable passageway back, passageway back alleys, underground caves, and secret doors. Or it may lead you nowhere. You might spend your whole life following your curiosity and have absolutely nothing to show for it at the end, except one thing. You will have the satisfaction of knowing that you passed your entire existence in devotion to the noble human virtue of inquisitiveness. And that should be more than enough for anyone to say that they lived a rich and splendid life. Oh my gosh. And just today I posted something actually about, you know, really one of the things we need to do in this lifetime is chase putting out amazing work, right? That's why I changed a podcast to be called Make Beautiful Things. Because I think that means us showing up and doing work that matters to us, to creating things with our hands, to nurturing and growing relationships and connections and community. It means saying the things we need to say, putting the words out, whether it's to another human or to the world. But it means being open, being vulnerable, saying yes to adventure, saying yes to curiosity, and saying yes to doing things that matter. Instead of playing small, we partner with God and we show up every day. We show up every day. And when we feel worn out or like we're spinning our wheels, we feel stuck and stagnant. That's telling us, that's a signal that it's time to look for those clues, to find curiosity and creativity around us and keep chasing them. And then keep doing the work that we are inspired to do because we get those creative inspirations, those divine downloads. This is what I'm talking about. This is how we create beautiful lives and we stop being stuck and we step into the greatness we've been called into. So I hope, I'll t- I hope you'll take these ideas, apply them to your life and see where that curiosity and that creativity and adventure will lead you. I think After a while, you're going to be shocked at just where it will take you in your life. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you could leave an Apple review and rating because it helps other people find us and grow the show. Also, we would love for you to check out the website, kristenfitch.com. You can find out about my creative detours, workshops, or working with me one-on-one with your beautiful One Thing Mentoring Program. So reach out, connect to me. I'd love to speak with you and see how we can connect.